Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Peck. Hey, everybody. Welcome today to Harness the Web. This is Steve Peck, your host, and I'm here today with Tom Volker. He's the founder of Core U Coaching. Tom guides you to choose and create your ideal business. He works with early stage, pre-startup, optimistic, spiritual, pioneering, solo service providers from concept to business launch and beyond. Tom believes that of all the things you can do, there is one thing that you can do better than anyone else. That one core thing is elemental to your nature and allows you to come into your own while standing out. Distinctively expressing this one thing in a way that others desire it is essential to enjoying fulfillment and prosperity simultaneously. Tom, welcome to Harness the Web today. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. All right. So, so tell me, I, you know, this tells you a little bit about your business. Tell us just a little bit about you. Well, let's see. I'm a, a local Western Pennsylvania guy. Went to IUP, a state school. I majored in rugby, fraternity, and beer. Uh, was there for five years and four summers. Just fully embraced the uh, college experience. Then got out of school, and uh, for 23 years, I was in straight commission sales, just out in the wild frontier of selling. What kind of stuff were you selling? All intangibles. Uh, Started out with insurance and ended up uh, selling business-to-business advertising. And then about almost ready to turn 50, I just got tired of all that and and wanted to. I think I picked up Marsha Sinatar's book, Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow, which I found out to be not entirely true, but... Anyhow, I, I started a business called the Challenge Center, which was an indoor sports amusement center. It was kind of, if you can picture half Chuck E. Cheese and half American Gladiators, you'll come close to it. And coming out of that business, uh, we were open for two years and nine months and 17 days, and I basically lost everything. All my retirement, the, the entire business, my family home, which I put up to guarantee the loans. Uh, my wife of 19 years asked for a divorce at that time. So I was pretty depressed for a while. And coming out of that, I just uh, asked myself the question, you know, what, what do you really love to do? And at the sales conventions, I always enjoyed speaking. So I said, okay, I'll be a speaker. And I joined the National Speakers Association and did that for about nine months. And a guy came out of the audience at the Pittsburgh Carnegie Business Library where I was doing a talk and said, have you ever done any coaching? This was in 1998. And Steve, I didn't even know it was a profession at the time. But I coached his wife for three months pro bono just to see if I would like it. And I loved it. So I stumbled into my calling. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. What was it about coaching when you first got it? Like, what was it that you found, like, most attractive? Well, you know, when you go and speak before an audience, they fill out the feedback sheets and they tell you it was great and everything. But you don't know if they're ever going to use any of this stuff. With coaching, you get to stay in people's lives and witness the growth. And that was it. That's very cool. That is very cool indeed. That And, and um, I think that you indicate that there's hope for all of us. That if you don't quite feel like you found the pla- your place in life, that don't give up, just keep going. Yeah, in business they call it the corridor theory, and that is, you know, you can't see the opportunities, which doors will open, until you get up off your butt and walk down the hall. 
and, <laughs> and you know, and, and because perspective changes once you start. Where so many people I find in the business startup game, that's the people that I coach, people who are who really want to be in business, but they're afraid to leave that corporate income and the security and everything. They try to work it out in their head. And so they so they're blind to the opportunities. The opportunities don't present themselves until you get going. That is so cool because I think if we interviewed or if we there probably are statistics on this someplace about people who start in business on their own and if we looked at them a year, two years from when they started it's got to be a huge number of them, a huge percentage that is not doing what they started out to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Once you start talking to the customer, the client, you find out that they want something that might be a little different, but you're capable of doing it because you were capable of realizing it and having a conversation with them. So, yeah, it's sometimes just a little tweak. Sometimes it's a whole 360. So how do you explain coaching? You know, it's kind of a, you know, there's lots of people, you know, I had a coach when I was a kid, you know, I played sports from a little age. And so I know what that coach was, but what's a coach? I don't know, do you consider yourself a business coach, a personal coach? Yeah. Well, you know, most coaches will tell you if somebody hires you for business, you're going to end up dealing with a lot of the life stuff anyhow, because, you know, you're coaching the whole individual. And, and to me, business success, and this took me a while to learn. It's first mindset, second marketing, third mastery. So you can be the best coach in the world, and if you don't have the self-confidence and the mindset isn't there, you won't succeed. And if you're not willing to market, you won't succeed. So, you know, how I explain coaching is really I am there to unconditionally support you. I am your champion. Failure doesn't matter with me. I'm not going to judge you. So the way I do it, I'm very intense, short bursts of times, 90 days. Okay, what is the thing that will change your business or change your life in these 90 days? Let's accomplish it. And I'm very agreement-based. I make half dozen to a dozen agreements with my clients every single session. They go out, live their life differently, do their business differently by honoring those agreements, and then their perspective changes as a result of honoring them, and they can see even further opportunities. Did I answer your question, Steve? Yeah, I think you did. That's pretty cool. And so what would a coach – so if, if if I was starting into a coaching uh, agreement with mm-hmm. you, what, what would that look like? What would it look like to me? You mean as far as the parameters of uh, like how many sessions, that kind of thing? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. I What I typically do is let, let's say – Let's say you were someone who wanted to start a business, but you didn't know what business you wanted to start. That's pretty typical for me. Uh, What we would do, I would enroll you in a a business decision-making program that would start out with, first of all, uh, just you getting to know yourself. Because if you knew every aspect of yourself greater than you ever have, then you can make sure you're choosing a business that's aligned with who you are. So the sessions might be nine full-hour sessions within 90 days, and then every on the off weeks, we would have a 15-minute laser session. The one area that you're struggling the most on this week, we would solve it in 15 minutes. You'd have an agreement, be on your way. So, And I'll also do unlimited email support because I don't want my clients coming to the next session like a kid who didn't do their homework. You know, I want them coming saying, yeah, I did all this and this is great and we're rolling. They can feel the momentum. That's very cool. And so 
how do you take advantage of the internet in this business? Like, I'm assuming this is pretty much a either a face to face or you know voice to voice over the telephone, whatever kind of business. How do you how do you leverage the internet? Well, you know, it's interesting. I I'm, I told you beforehand when we were chatting that I'm not very much a technical guy, but I realized without the internet. I'd basically be screwed. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, because I don't like to to network anymore, so I don't. I don't go. I don't go out of my home office. It, you know, oftentimes I'm sitting here in my shorts, and, and just you know doing the work. So it's I'm totally a phone coach, and the reason I'm a phone coach not only convenience, but the fact that my intuition is much sharper when I can listen without visual distraction. And so the the way I use the internet, first of all, that's the way my clients find me. I mean, I, I essentially market through content marketing um, and LinkedIn, and you know, so I have a profile that is fitting for someone who wants to start a business or grow a business. So, you know, I I mean, it's to me, I, like I told you, I don't think I'll ever harness the darn thing, but it it's there. You know, it's it's like having a fax machine when when the fax machines came out. You had to get one because people wanted to fax you stuff. Yeah, it's interesting which what you were saying that um, like not going to your house, right? Your office. Yeah. Like because I work at home, and one of the things I've really noticed is I've gotten uh, better. I'm going to say that word. One of the things I've noticed is when people like want to reach out to me and say, oh, let's get together with, for coffee or whatever. I'm okay with that as long as they want to come and be like five minutes from me. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm not, I used to drive like an hour to meet people. And then, you know, I'd spend half a day on one meeting and, you know, find out they were nice people, but not necessarily anyone I could do anything for or help or whatever. Yeah. So. Well, you know, the way I handle that, because I get those requests and I just tell them, hey, well, you know, I want to tell you something about me. I'm a very direct individual. So how about you and I have a 15 minute phone conversation? You tell me what you want and I'll tell you whether I can help. There you go. And that's nice. Yeah. I, like I mean, that's that's all that's necessary, really. <laughs> that's so um, tell me, like, what are two or three? So I know you, you use the Internet to help find um, or clients or help. Actually, it sounds like. Clients find you via the internet, yes. right? Because of what you're doing. So what kind of information would you publish? What do you put out there that, that people find attractive? Really stuff about what I call my big ideas that make me distinctive. I mean, in, in when you read my bio, you read one of them. I mean, essentially, I believe we all do have one core thing that we could possibly be best in the world at doing. So after years of coaching, my one thing is I end doubt and delay by guiding you to choose what matters most to you that's also most valuable to others. That's the essence of what I do. So it's it's kind of like a, an educated decision-making. So I write stories and examples and case studies about people who have a lot of self-doubt but want to start a business, or they're delaying because they don't think it's the right timing or the right economy, um, because essentially – you know, most people that I work with, they want to start or grow a prosperous ideal business, but they either feel fear the failure. And also what a lot of people fear is the opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, of others. They uh, I've had a lot of like executive women, for example, who are tend to be married to working men. And 
their biggest issue is not that they will succeed in the business. They don't want to have the conversation with their husband that I want to give up the six figure salary and start a business. That's their biggest fear. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so I just write stories about what these ideal clients are facing so they can find themselves in those stories. When people start working with you, is there how many of them or how close are they to already knowing what this core thing is for them versus how how much of it is like almost like behind the, you know, behind a curtain that they can't see? Yeah, here's here's what's interesting. I'd say at least 80 percent of the people when they come to me, they have the idea of a possible business that they could start. And 80% of them, it's very close to that business. But they don't have the mindset. They don't have the confidence. And and they probably don't yet know what that one core thing is for them. In other words, what's that core capacity that they have that differentiates them from all other people that might be in that business? So we do have to do some digging for that. And I've got various self-discovery exercises that they do that allows us to uncover that thing. The other thing that works is a lot of brainstorming where, you know, uh, for example, people have, when I tell people, tell me a business you would start if money, education, and experience were just out of the picture. Just any business that would just blow you away with its joy in doing it. And I get some pretty wild-ass answers to those kind of questions. And then the important part is they may never start that business, but the important part is to mine those answers to uncover in the actual doing of that business what appeals to them that brings them alive. When we can identify that piece, then we can pull it out and see what other business we can create where they would actually be doing that. That's that's so cool. What, what I don't know if you can share maybe like one like what an example of something that was really kind of far out and and came uh, close to fruition. Yeah, well, you know, the interesting thing, I had one gal who who contacted me because her accounting firm uh, was purchased by uh, a young couple, and she was working with this guy for years, and she just had a feeling that they wouldn't want to keep paying her the high salary, and she was going to be canned. And her feeling was correct about three weeks into it. So we, what we did is we, we, we got ready with her website and everything so she could go live immediately and start doing the same thing she was doing for this. But that wasn't the interesting part. She kept telling me how she wanted to do something with her hands or she wanted to honor craftspeople that did things with their hands, but she didn't see how that could work. And when we, when we understood what she liked about it, which is pretty much introducing new finds to the world of handcrafted items. She just did both. She opened her own accounting firm, and then about four months later opened this jewelry shop three three uh, doors down, and she's buying from craftsmen all over the world, craftspeople, and selling it in the jewelry shop in a brick-and-mortar business. And so she, she does them both side by side. Now, she's a real high-energy gal. But that that was fascinating because I con I counseled her, please get your revenue up in the in the core business first before opening the second one, and she hardly listened because three or, <laughs> three or four months later she had both going and she still does. 
And it, it's fascinating that, you know, here's an example of somebody who have two things that you would think never really, like, how can that come out of the same person? Exactly. Yeah. Especially an accountant. They're, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. so what, what's one of the, the best pieces of, of advice you've ever been given about doing business, just in general, about doing business? Yeah, it, it has to be, um, even though... I'll give you a little background here. Even though I've been doing this a long time, for the first six years of my coaching career, I resisted marketing like crazy. I I just I didn't believe all the gurus out there, all the online gurus. I, I got a little bad taste in my mouth for people saying that, you know, hey, my job is to create something and get them to buy it. I don't care if they ever use it after they buy it. Well, that that didn't sit real well with me. So I kind of lumped everybody into that. And then there's this gal, um, uh, it publishes a blog, the story of telling her name is Bernadette Jiwa, J I W A. And she's the first one to get through to this thick headed German that you have to make all marketing about them, that people don't care about you. They don't care about your process. What they care about is me, me, me. Talk about me, you know? And I couldn't get that because a lot of coaches and consultants, Steve, they're enamored with their process. They just love it so much that that's all they want to talk about, and they're and people aren't listening. Yeah. That's so cool, though, because it really is true that all in, in marketing is basically it is, it's just about the other person. Yeah. All the, t- all the time. And I know I run into this. A lot of the people I work with, that's the very first thing we have to get over is, you know, this is not about you. Yeah. This is not about you. might think this is about you, but it's not. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's wild. Like, so what's the, what's, what's the one thing for you that like kind of excites you about business every day, getting up and. Yeah. Well, the web makes this possible, this, this point of excitement. And that is our, our, what differentiates us? The beliefs that are distinctively our own, our uniqueness. If we can nail what those are and express it in the world, people are going to raise their hands and say, yes, I identify with that. I believe that or I want to believe that as well. And if we didn't have such a small connected world now that the web makes possible, that, that couldn't happen. But there are infinite possibilities for connection. And our whole lives, what we're raised to believe is to fit in, be appropriate, get along, don't stand out. And now, in business, you got to do exactly the opposite. Nobody wants same old, same old. Everybody wants a specialist. No one will pay a generalist big money. So you got to know what makes you distinctive. You have to know what traits make you your your personality, your style, your delivery, everything, what differentiates you from other people in your field. Has the internet allowed you to like expand beyond geographically, beyond where you probably would have been able to go without the internet? Yeah, I've coached a guy that's uh running a, a oil uh, rig out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I've coached people in India, Australia, Great Britain, of course. Uh, thank God. It's, it's the Internet and the fact that English is the language of business because right. I don't speak anything but English. So <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah. That's great. 
That's awesome. Yeah, they can find you. I mean, if if you're the one, you know, um, you're the one that's saying the thing that they're excited about. And 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 it takes a while sometimes. And so once again on the internet, if I didn't have an email newsletter list, I mean, the way my marketing funnel works, they get onto my list somehow. They read a blog post, an article, some piece of content marketing, and then they read my stuff for a number of years, and then they might jump on a teleclass that I do to get a little bit closer, and that allows them to see, uh, to experience me in in that greater way, where because I actually coach people on my teleclasses, and and then they t- decide, okay, I want to talk to you about being coached. That's cool. So that's that's basically your marketing system. That's it, right there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and um, did, like, do you have any favorite tools you use on the internet for all of this? Or yeah, well, you know, I've got one that I couldn't exist without, and I still haven't used the paid program, and that's Dropbox because okay, you know, I record a lot of uh, stuff, my teleclasses, uh, with uh, sessions with clients, everything. And uh, that allows, of course, that allows you to, as you well know, move files around, audio files that you couldn't just send via email. And another new favorite that I like is called Grammarly. Have you used that one? I have not. What is that? G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y. English wasn't my best suit, even though I like to write. I don't actually put the comma in the right place all the time. And this allows it, like, it's a little button up in the corner of your screen. You click on it. I don't care what I'm writing, an email, a Word document, uh, entering in a form online. It corrects my grammar. And I, I look over. I said, yeah, okay, I'll buy that. I just click on it, self-correct. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I sound like I know what I'm doing then, you know. All right, look. I'm going to I'm gonna have to get that this afternoon because it's <laughs> – I don't know. I could definitely use that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm surprised how many cool. times I put a comma in and you didn't need one. You know, I guess I wasn't paying attention to those classes. You know. Yeah. Exactly. That's. I, I don't know. I still remember though the, the the class where we diagram sentences. I think it was sixth grade. You know where we made these. I don't even know if they still do that in school, but it was it was interesting. <laughs> But anyways, um, what's like one success tip that maybe you could give people something they can implement today, right? They, so they don't have any excuse. I'm going to put this off. I'm going to do it someday. But today, something they could implement, something they could do, you know, take them 30 minutes, an hour to do today before they go to bed. Well, Steve, since I'm a, an inner guy that I believe that most of our adjustments that are most valuable are made on the inside of us, not anywhere on the outside, I'm going to give you an inner being tip. Um, there's a guy you've heard of, of emotional intelligence. Well, there's a guy that has figured out how to assess your positive intelligence. And if you go to positiveintelligence.com and take the assessment there, you can, in 10 minutes, identify your saboteurs, your mind saboteurs that are keeping you from your higher performance levels because of the conditioning and it'll show you how to get to your sage mind. And for people that have always wanted the benefits of meditating, but they couldn't quite get how to meditate. He has this thing called his PQ gym and it's 15 minutes that you listen to the audio audio and follow his instructions and you feel just wonderful at the outside. So if there was one thing I'd have people do, I'd have them take the assessment so they know how they're getting in their own way, identify their saboteurs, and then listen to that 15-minute audio to just get the mind in the right place. 
That's very cool. So this sounds like there's no reason anyone can't do that again. What's, what was the uh, uh, website again? Positiveintelligence.com. Great. That is awesome. Tom, this has been great today uh, talking with you. It's, it's been enlightening for me. Hopefully it's been really enlightening for the people who've been listening in. And I, how, when people want to reach out to you, you know, they're, they're interested in finding out more about you. They want to get on that emailing list you were talking about, or they want to listen to one of those teleseminars. How do they get out and reach out to you? A uh, number of ways. I'm the only Tom Volkar, V-O-L-K-A-R, on LinkedIn. Uh, coreu.com, C-O-R-E, the letter U.com is my website where you can grab that and, and get on that email list. And if you really want to identify your one core thing, go to onecorething.com, and you'll see a way to join the next group. Uh, that's a, an online training where I coach people through it uh, in four weeks. So – Again, thank you so much. That I think you've given us tons of value today and uh, tons of things that people can do to help move themselves forward um, You know, in, in this whole journey that we're all in together. So that's, thanks so much. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Have a question for Steve? Tweet him now at Harness the Web or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Harness the Web. Hey, we want to give you a real quick update. Tom is actually providing more value uh, for you. Since the uh, <clears throat> since we recorded the webinar, he's going to have a teleseminar. It's happening on January 19th. It's about focusing on discovering your most valuable selling point. Again, that's January 19th, discover your most valuable selling point. And we'll have the uh, link for that so you can get registered uh, at the show notes page, which will be harnesstheweb.net forward slash Tom. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time.